Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It seems like there's people in the nation. They've got this. Talk Recorded live. A-U-N, American Underground Network. The primary reason why the individual citizens of a country create a political structure is a subconscious wish or desire to perpetuate their own dependency relationship of childhood. Simply put, they want a human God to eliminate all risk from their life. At them on the head, kiss their bruises, put a chicken on every dinner table, clothe their body, tuck them into bed at night, and tell them that everything will be all right when they wake up in the morning. This public demand is incredible, so the human God, the politician, meets incredibility with incredibility by promising the world and delivering nothing. So who is the bigger lie, the public or the godfather? All revolutions have been led by young people. If you just think of the TV images of whether it's Tiananmen Square or whether it's the uh, revolts in Central America or Europe, it's the young people, it's the college people who are more principled and not locked in and they're not embedded with the government. They are the ones who are concerned about the future because the future is theirs. My research has shown at this point, that the future laid out for us may be just about impossible to change. I do not agree with the means by which the powerful few have chosen for us to reach the end. I do not agree that the end is where we should end at all. But unless we can wake the people from their sleep, nothing short of civil war will stop the planned outcome. It's the National Collective Consciousness Show with Dee Dee Farrell in Portland, Oregon, Jim Condit, Jr., in Cincinnati, Ohio, Steve Harris, in Charlotte, North Carolina. Now, live from Evanston, Illinois, your host, Fred Smart. Hey, thanks, everyone. Really appreciate it. Uh, We are really going to lay it on thick because Terry Lawton could not make the call, but we are so appreciative. It was his birthday yesterday. He's an inspiration to many people across the world because of his activism against geoengineering, against solar radiation management, against the chemtrailing of our destruction of our skies. And he felt so bad, he reached out to John Graff, who's a big, big voice in the movement, Patrick Roddy as well up in San Francisco, another huge voice. We've had him on a couple of times. And John Knox down in L.A. So we have three heavyweights uh, replacing you, Terry, I don't think that's enough for all the stuff that you do. You're going to be listening to the archives. Happy belated birthday to you. We all appreciate what you do out there for us, for mankind, for the preservation of our skies, and for the truth and justice in our world. So, again, happy birthday, Terry Lawton. Uh, Appreciate it. But we have on tonight John Graff uh, and John Knox. John, are you down in uh, John? Are you both John's down there in L.A.? 
I think yeah. Uh, I'm okay, great. I'm John Knox, and I'm I'm basically near Venice Beach, and then John's a little further south. Okay, great. You guys are uh, you're you're uh, swimsuits year round down there, right? Uh, no, not for the past couple of days. I tell you, John Knox. Uh, you know, some of the pictures I see of this guy, he is he's 65, 67 years old. He looks like he's 35 in great shape. He's, <laughs> Was in the television industry. He was a former actor. Thank you guys for for standing up for our uh, for 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 this whole cause because we we need people like you and Patrick Roddy up in San Francisco. StopSprayingUs.com. Everyone, go to that site. StopSprayingUs.com. Share it, spread it, link it. Uh, so we're going to lead off tonight. Uh, the, what inspired this call to reach out to Terry. I was driving last Friday, Saturday, and they were just spraying like crazy coming down from Evanston into Chicago. I was doing a real estate showing, and uh, I just picked up the phone and called Nancy Parker Hill, who lives on, on the North Shore, way up north in Chicago. And she's on. Nancy, you inspired me to call you. I've never met you in person, but we're local to Chicago, and we've got to do something to stand up. And the thought was, this Me Too movement that the women are all being activated, their voices are being empowered to come out. Uh, we really should ride this wave uh, of anger and, 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 and standing up. And I, I just threw out here this idea, uh, hashtag Sky2, to be in correspondence with hashtag Me Too. So the sky is the canvas against which Everything reflects, the light reflects, our existence reflects. We always look up to the sky. Absolutely. But we are not appreciating looking up to the sky. We are not uh, comprehending what is natural, what is not natural. So we need more education, more activism, more awareness. And uh, let's just have this discussion uh, led off by Patrick uh, Roddy. Uh, So much stuff that you're doing, Patrick. Uh, What's the latest on this stuff? Wow. I mean, where do you start? Well, I mean, my work, I mean, I've been, um, I've been, I've always concentrated on the human health impact. So uh, I'm in the midst of extracting uh, mortality data out of the, uh, out of the Department of Public Health in San Francisco. They're really dragging their feet. They wouldn't let me have any data. So I'm holding them in front of the Sunshine Ordinance Committee uh, in a, you know, a couple of weeks. Uh, but the, um, I'm, 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 I'm collecting a lot of interviews. I've got a lot of stuff coming up on my website, so do stay tuned to that. Uh, the, uh, I interviewed uh, Chris Axley. He's the, uh, he's, the, uh, um, he's an aluminum specialist. He's been studying aluminum toxicity since the early 80s. Um, he's like the uh-huh. leading authority on it. And I wanted to know, okay, so if they were going to be spraying aluminum in the sky, you know, what effect would it have? And, um, one of the interesting things that came up, well, by the way, it's really bad. You know, it, the, the, uh, there's alumina, which is aluminum oxide, because aluminum, the metal, uh, used to be yeah. extremely valuable. I mean, it's cost more than gold because it's so hard to extract because the ore, it's the aluminosilicate, which binds together and it, and it locks it out of the biosphere. Once it's refined, it becomes all these other salts. Uh, such as aluminar, which is you'll find um, like sandpaper is aluminar. You have to cover, you know, I mean, the, uh, your phone's probably aluminum and it has uh, that sort of sheen on it. That's aluminar. It's not quite insoluble. And, it's, and over time, 
it will, you know, the AL3+, plus, the uh, neurotoxin, will be released. And we're breathing this stuff in. It goes, you know, it goes straight up into our brain. And when it hits a certain level, it kills your brain cells. And, uh, and for the last two years, Alzheimer's is the number one cause of death in the United Kingdom. Number one. Oh, that's about heart attack, cancer, and stroke. So I, I've been looking back on the, uh, through the, the CDC, digging back, because it's hard to find anything before 1999. I did some deep searching, found one thing, and then fiddling around with like URLs and stuff. I yeah. Just started back to 1979. 1979, there were 800 deaths nationally for, uh, 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 for, um, for um, Alzheimer's. Yeah. Uh, as of two years ago, it was 116,000. That's 35-fold increase since they started spraying, 35-fold. And when you graph it out, it, it, it rises gradually uh, from 70, through the 80s up until the mid-90s, and then it skyrockets in the late 90s when that matches the uh, increase in the spraying. And a few years ago, it accelerated even further. So it's going, they're really going to the moon now. So, mm-hmm. I, you know, I have data which matches up to the... Uh, the spraying with the uh, aluminum ice. But the other thing which was interesting, and, um, so David Keith, he's this character who, he's one of the guys who's going, oh, you know, we've got to, you know, spray stuff to save us from global warming. Yeah. Uh, he wrote a paper back in 2010, and he's talking about putting these little nano discs into, into the sky, which were made of alumina, the oxide, aluminum, the metal, underneath barium, that's barium and uh, titanium, and underneath it, attaching, attached with a magnetite with a ferrous, like iron particle. So I do, I do rainwater analysis. So I, I've, been, I've been studying, uh, I've, been, I've been looking for those four metals, aluminum, barium, uh, titanium, and iron. Iron is really, really high. But, um, but when I was talking with Chris, actually, because I, I, I mean, like the day before uh, I interviewed him, I looked through his publications, and he wrote a paper about uh, the effects of, of iron with aluminum. Here's what happens. Um, the uh, aluminum, alumina is a pro-oxidant, and iron is an oxidant. Together, iron with aluminum makes the oxidative stress on your neurons 10 times worse. Wow. Anyone out there who's doing analysis, we need to start looking for aluminum because everyone is just saying uh, aluminum barium strontium. Strontium yeah. hasn't been showing up too much in that in my <clears throat> So we got to look at aluminum or sort of iron because that I mean, and this would explain this rapid increase. And of course, you know, it's not it's not about saving us from global warming. And, um, you know, when you said earlier, like, we've got to get angry, I try not to be angry, but yesterday I was close to it because there was Dr. <laughs> Alan, Alan Roebuck, because um, he wrote this paper which was spread everywhere saying, well, first of all, you know, we're not spraying, but we might have to say this off from global warming. And then they're saying, oh, yeah, but if we stop spraying, It'll doom the planet. It'll be the end. It'll be mass extinction. And oh, seriously, they're using doom, extinction, and then like all that sort of stuff. So now they're saying we're all going to die unless they start spraying. And if they stop spraying, we're all going to die. So yeah, I mean, <coughs> I'll, 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 I'll keep the expletives off, but you can imagine the sort of colorful language that you know 
springs to mind. So that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a couple of things that are going on. But this thing really has accelerated. Holy crap! Um, it's, you know, you, I, I mean, like I think every week I say, "Wow, this is the worst ever spray day." And yeah. I know, no, not to say that because all you have to do is wait a week, and then it's like, "What the what?" It's 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 astonishing. The entire if you go on NASA World View, the, like I'd say about half, at least half the planet looks extremely bored. And there's another there's another great uh, resource now called. Um, Go 16, G-O-E-F-16, it's a, it gets, takes a picture every, it's a geostationary satellite that takes a picture every um, every 10 minutes or so, and then you get these animations, and you see the level of electromagnetic activity, holy crap, everywhere is ripples, and the ripples aren't, you know, because the children say, oh yeah, well, if you get one air mass moving another, you'll get to make these ripples, but these are going in all kinds of different directions in the same place of different it's just and remember we're, we've been breathing in all these metals and you know what happens when you put a fork in a microwave that's what's going on inside us so again experts have deleted that so anyway there's, there's, there's more but that's that's part of the thumbnail what i'm up to terry didn't you on the i'm sorry uh patrick the last time yeah. you were on with us you talked about upper respiratory Infections and death oh, yeah, levels. That's, that's, that's a cool all of those, all of those things are going up. Aluminum is also a carcinogen. I mean, cancer should be going up. Strokes should be going up because when we when we inhale these nanoparticles, when you get little, when you get foreign particles within your bloodstream, yeah. they get attacked. Yeah, the platelets attached to it, and you get thrombosis. You can get and that can be stroke. It can be um, you know gangrenous leg, heart attack. Um, uh, COPD, which was uh, overtook strokes to become the third leading cause of death in 2013. Um, but the thing is, it's actually really, I mean, the um, everything is a fractal. The fact, you know, the way the San Francisco is refusing to give me any death data, uh, yeah. you know, uh, from, the, from the thing, matches the CDC. The CDC, um, like, it's like whoever dies this week, or like on say someone died January first and they died of I don't know Ebola or something. The first <laughs> time there would be any reporting of that would be like this this month or even this year. It will be December 2019 when they'll reluctantly release this stuff and bury it way the hell down in this stuff. So I'm doing deep data research. And wow. Data's used against us. I say, screw it, we'll use it against them because this is a spiritual battle. The, uh, the tools that are used against us with bad intent, we can use with good intent and send them back the other way to heal and fix and do all, you know, the puppies and ice cream sort of stuff. Because the, the things themselves have no script. It, like the people, the scumbags, as I call them, with the bad intent on the other side, whatever they send our way helps us. I mean, it may, I mean, it looks at the face of it like, oh wow, this is this is a bad thing. It is um, accelerating our awareness, our knowledge, our compassion, and um, the reason they're doing it. I mean, I think this is. I mean, this is all like cause and effect. The reason. The scumbags are being extra scummy because, you know, from there comes the hate for your violence. They're afraid because they see us all figuring it out. 
Because you have to be extremely afraid and insecure to have to have this drive to have all the wealth and all the land and all the wealth. I mean, like, you can only sleep in one bed at a time. But these guys are so insecure and afraid. I want to help them. I want to make them happy and content and like invite them over. Like, hey, you know, join us and you know, you know the joke is, you know, <laughs> come, come come over and we'll have a barbecue. You can do the fire for the barbecue because you're good at that stuff. Um, bring this <laughs> I want, because, like, those guys, they know they are, anyone in a pyramidal structure of power knows that they don't get the full truth. It's compartmentalized. It's above their pay grade. So they know themselves. They're not getting the full story. They're not going to be protected. And even if yeah. they do have some compartmentalized amount of, oh, yeah, make sure you take these pills, they can't give those to their loved ones. And they have to watch their loved ones die. So I'm appealing to them. Um, I, I'm also saying, you know, I'm okay you going ahead, continuing what you're doing. I don't want you to, um, like, suddenly say, oh, hey, they're spraying us. So, and then, you know, something bad happens. Be smart. Protect yourself. Because yeah. that's the other thing. We, on our side, our nature is when you see someone who needs help, you, I mean, you automatically want to help them. Yeah. You have to make sure that you're able to, because you have to be able to protect yourself first. So the, like, if you're if you're training as a firefighter, and you're told, like, okay, imagine you're at a you're at a house fire, there's a family trapped inside. What's your number one priority? And everybody said, get the family out. Wrong. Number one priority is make sure you survive the night. Number two priority is make sure the rest of your crew can survive the night, and then when that's covered, then you can think about rescuing the family. Yep. It, it, it's, mm-hmm. it's a little counterintuitive if, if, if your nature is to help, but you really have to be. There's a certain amount of self. It's, it, it's, it's not necessarily selfish when your goal in general is to help more people, but you don't destroy the tools that you have, and you yourself are a tool for God. Yes. So don't like, don't, you know, leave it out in the rain. So anyway, I can go on and on. I, 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 no, I, no, 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 no. I, I, I want the others to be able to talk as well. I, yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I, uh, you know, uh, John Knox has has the greatest voice of all of us. So I want to save him for last. But uh, John Graff sounds like you're a good smoker and a drinker. You have a good voice too. But uh, John Knox oh, has thanks. a better voice than you. <laughs> Great, you, you, you are an animated dynamo, pissed off uh, seeker. <laughs> I really like the vibe I get whenever I come across your your information online. So uh, have well, at it, buddy. You. Really appreciate what what you do on a daily basis. Well, thank you, man. I'm just I'm crying out for help and trying to get people to see what's very painfully obvious above their heads, you know. So. I, I do what I can do on that. And uh, oh, by the way, happy birthday, Carrie. You're awesome. Forgot That's right. Yeah. right. Carrie's birthday was yesterday, guys, so you just keep laying it on. <laughs> we, miss, yeah. we miss you, Carrie. We're going to lay it on thick here because we love you. Yep. So, no one yeah, okay. John, oh, was you John, how many years, how many years did you hit your head against the wall or, or when you looked up and – it dawned on you this is what they were doing. How, how long How long have you been at this? Um, I think 12 going on 13 years. And I, I remember driving home one time from work. I was looking up the sky. And it was the, uh, the crisscross, tic-tac-toe stuff. And I kept looking at that going, 
that, I've never seen that before. What is that? And uh, yeah, and I didn't know what it was, so I went on a computer and, and just put in lines in the sky. I didn't know, and, and all this chemtrail things were up there, and people said it's conspiracy theory and all this stuff. But I know I just saw that shit. So, uh, so I just looked into it deeper. The more I looked into it, the more I went, my God. I've been seeing this for quite a while. I looked at some of my old pictures, you know, that I'd taken in the background of people, and I realized the sky was had lines through it that I never put it together before. Mm-hmm. And uh, as it goes, as, as it goes on, as I've taken pictures, I see that these geoengineering, whatever you want to call the name they've given for this, is getting so much more advanced now. Like I'm outside mm-hmm. right now, I'm watching them spray the skies. Now. Okay. You'd think if this was a regular plane, that this would have a light on the front of it, you know, a blinking light of some kind. So what I see in the dark, it looks like somebody is just taking a chalk line, an invisible hand is just drawing this slow chalk line across the sky. There's no no light or anything on these vehicles. So I don't know whether there's some kind of weird drone vehicles, but it's just become more advanced. To me, it's more advanced than... than, uh, you know, the weather modification. That's what we thought it was. That's what we, you know, still think it is. But I think there's yeah. a lot more that we're not being told. I think that's just the cover story. There's geoengineering. That's just a word that makes this horrible crap sound like they're doing something important. And I'm not buying that. There's, there's a lot yeah. more we're not being told in this puzzle. And I'm seeing it daily. A lot of this way of dispersing the chemicals, how they, they show up. Sometimes the sky will have five or six different cloud formations, like they're coming from all different countries in one area. You know, it's just like this big experiment over us. And that is creepy. A lot of the planes vanish. I don't know where they go, whether they got cloaking technique. And the biggest thing I've caught, it was on last March the 2nd, was two sprayers going side by side. And I thought they were playing. And until I got home and looked on the computer what it was, and what it was was two silver orbs that were emitting tons of uh, chemicals or whatever coming out of these things. And they were side wait, by wait, side. Wait, 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 it, it wasn't a plane? No, these were not planes. These were two round orbs. They're silver orbs. They were spraying across the sky. My my YouTube uh, channel has this video on there. It's about seven minutes long. And uh, they were not planes at all. So I don't, uh, I hope people will look at that because that opened my eyes to a, to a lot more. Is a technology that we're not being told. Um, I, I really don't know. They were very quiet. You couldn't hear them, but they were. Yeah. You could see them very well, and then when the camera picked them up really well, so you could see there was no no wings, no nothing. It was just like a well, was, was, was it a persistent trail, or did it go away? No, it stayed and fanned out into a major cloud cover, like they all do out here. Most of them. Oh, wow. You know, a lot of times we've got the shorties out here, too. John will attest to this, too. There's the short sprays. Everybody goes, oh, look, it's a contrail. No, they do short chemtrails. And I watch them, and I watch all the material that's left after they pass by each time. That is not a contrail. I think that's the con right there. They're keeping them short, so people will think that. And it's not. You know, you know uh, right. who's the guy who runs chem, uh, Global Skywatch? Uh, Russell, what's his name? Uh, who are you talking about? Barry, uh, Bob oh, Levy? Russell Tanner. Oh, Global yeah, Skywatch. I'm sorry, Global Skywatch. I'm gonna, like, yeah, Global, okay. and I don't know if you guys get this or John Knox, you could comment, but uh, right. he always comes off as, as, 
you know, oh my God, my, my upper respiratory or, you know, where he really viscerally feels the physical harm being done by, right. you know, the application of this. It, it, maybe he's ultra sensitive or whatever. I, I wish I could have a more uh, in touch uh, gut feeling about, about how this is affecting me physically. Gary uh, or John, both of you guys, uh, and, and Patrick, do you feel sometimes uh, I'm not, uh, a change? Well, my my thing is I, I'm, I'm sensitive to when they're zapping the crap out of us. That's when yeah. I, I mean, I'll get extremely tired. Um, but when I started first uh, yeah. street actions, there was this lo- lovely woman, Danielle. She, she, the reason she came is because she ha- her daughter was, was born with impaired lung function. And every time yeah. they spray, they end up in the freaking emergency room. Oh so, my God. yeah, it, it's not just, I mean, and there are different smells. I mean, I don't smell them, um, yeah. but there's, they're spraying all kinds of stuff. Sometimes you get this acetone smell, there's all kinds of weird stuff. And there is a sort of, on a super heavy spray, they have this like sort of chalky kind of thing when it's been really dosing you. Sometimes. But they're yeah. spraying all of these different pathogens. Um, you know, like all, suddenly, like, oh, everyone's got this flu. I mean, because they can't actually also uh, enclose um, pathogens like organic pathogens in uh, in acetone or in these electrospun nanofibers. So electrospun nanofibers are these carbon nanotubes, and you can actually put, uh, like, mycoplasma, like blood cells, all kinds of stuff in there. And uh, in Paris, uh, I think at the beginning of last year, they did an epidemiological study, and actually pathological study. They actually studied the lung tissue from a bunch of Parisians, and they all had these electrostone nanotubes in them. And to make one of these nanotubes, you you have to, um, you start with carbon monoxide, and you extract an oxygen atom, and then piece them one by one into this long tube thing. Um, And the cover story from the article was, oh, yeah, this is just a byproduct of catalytic converters, which is bogus because the catalytic converter... Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? ...adds an extra oxygen onto carbon monoxide to make it carbon dioxide. It's the reverse chemical thing. But this is in a peer-reviewed study. I know what he said, do about it. And I I have no qualifications. I've got a brain that can figure stuff out and look things up. The, 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 not only has politics and religion, but science has also been completely corrupted. The yep. good thing is, again, oh, yeah. with, with religion, you can look into it and see there's some spiritual truth in it. You can take away the BS. In politics, you yeah. can see, yes, you know, the, you know we, uh, we actually do have power. And in science, you can actually see the, the raw data. And if you and if you take away their BS conclusion, oh, we're all going to die from global warming, whatever the hell it is this week, you can still do it. So don't dismiss all of these things out of, out of, out of hand. Learn from people. They lie to us with the truth. So we have to be able to, you know, again, listen to your gut, do the right thing. Listen to your gut as being, having your connection with spirit and God and knowing what is right. Because anything that anything that has some mandate, you can have a little bit of things to it. So over time, you get a little bit more, uh, just, you know, you have a bit more discernment, and you're, you're basically led. I mean, everything, all my research is effortless. It's just like, oh, it's right there in front of me. I'm just, oh, there it is. Good. Oh. So you don't have to put any work into it either. I mean, it's sort of, I mean, you have, you have your goal, which is, I mean, 
your goal is like puppies and ice cream, you know, clear skies, I've been happy, I've been having fish and having a ball, you know, yeah. playing frisbee in the park and stuff. Um, and, <laughs> uh, you know, and it, it's, it's 100% a spiritual battle. It really is. Yeah. Because I think when, when we last spoke, that was, I was actually pretty epiphany. I, I had an epiphany last January. It's, like, I guess, oh, it's almost exactly two years ago. Yep. I went from thinking spirit, God, whatever, was a pretty convincing theory, just as, you know, like, you know, there's so many planets out there, there's got to be aliens, presumably. I've never met one back then. I didn't know there was a God. I thought there could be a God, but I went, again, two years ago, to knowing there was a God set of personal experience. Like, oh, okay. Wow. Obviously God. God said, oh, hi, Patrick. Yes, I did exist. And that thing you're doing, <coughs> um, that was our idea. And everything you've awesome. done in your life <laughs> was to do this. And if you don't want to do it, that's fine. We won't fight. We can carry on doing whatever you do. But if you do want to carry on, you have all of our help. Oh, no. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. Freaking awesome. Wait. Slow down, Patrick, because I want you to repeat this. I just got off the phone before the call with John Knox. Right. And, and we all agreed that the divinely providential energies are guiding all of us in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. And John, you can comment on you can comment on this, but all of us on this call uh, are, are being brought together by some energy, some force. I call it the truth. That's why we're here. Yeah. And uh, I don't claim to be the author of it, and I don't think any of us on this call claim to be the author. But at least at the very least, we, we know when we come into contact with it, we can celebrate it and we can, you know, sing and dance. And it, it's really, really amazing. So, well, uh, you, can, you can recognize it because it's perfect. Yeah. Like, well, perfect. God is perfect. <laughs> you know, like when they think, how did that? I mean, the, the miracles that I've had, you know, like the, per, like, like the perfect soup. I mean, even things like that, the, the perfect photograph, the perfect this, the perfect timing, the perfect whatever. And yeah. when, I look at, I, when I look at them in their entirety, uh, I think if I was to actually try to recreate this myself, yeah. you know, I'd have to figure out, if you think of it like, you know, in like movie production, you have to, you got to have casting, you gotta have uh, you gotta have lighting, sound, all everything, and, and everyone on their mark at the perfect freaking time, and then throw <laughs> in sacred geometry, and then a little freaking cherry on top. This, I, I, I'm finding that you know, this happens. I'm very grateful when it happens, but it's also um, I'm not surprised. I am. I'm still in awe because I'm still like, holy wow, this is real. Wow, I, I have never. I still haven't lost the wonder. But yeah. I, oh, that's that's that's, that's great. Great I, to I, hear. And, and the great thing, you just do what you do, and uh, you have enough. Well, it, it's like, and also, if you, if you remember the movie The, the Matrix. You know, like yep. the, the heli- like there's a helicopter, and he needs to fly the helicopter, but he hasn't doesn't have that program yet. So he, so he dials back home and says, hey, can you download the helicopter program? He gets it, and then he can fly away. In our case, you know, yeah, there's, a, there's a helicopter there, and they go, oh, wouldn't it be great if I could, oh, hang on, I, someone just told me how to do that. Or, you know, it's, it's all, <laughs> we already have 
You always <clears> have this thing. When you ask for something and it's not for you, it's for the greater good. It's, it's we are we are God's the universe will provide it for you. Yeah. Yeah, for, for God's service, not as slaves. And neither the other side. They, 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 they're not slaves to Satan. They serve Satan. And they can, we have, I mean, I could serve Satan if I wanted to. I don't, yeah. but I could. And these, um, these, everything is provided. And it is amazing. And, and, and life, through life, you learn more stuff. And, and I feel that I, I've been on this sort of, I mean, everybody learns stuff. But I feel like I've, I'm on this like of like officer training program, you know. What I like top gun school. It's like any any thing like I have to do. For example, the thing with the uh, the city hall, I can do law. You know, I can do. Uh, you know, I can anything I need to do. Oh. I need to make some money. Oh yeah, I can paint houses too. I can do this. I can. I can. I can. Bigger. It's like wow, and you and the complete solution to whatever the problem that is you see in front of you, you already have because you've, you're studying that stuff anyway, and it's it's just amazing. And also, with, if you go back to the spider planet analogy, um, to get a spider planet in the sky, there's a lot of dudes and dudettes who are on maintenance. Avionics, navigation, and you know the the cooks, the cleaners, the guy who sews the uniforms, make sure all the wires are connected. Oh, huge amount of people, and we have that too. We we're not in a strict organization uh, because mm-hmm. the other side is all about control, so they have to be in organizations and structures and stuff. <clears throat> we yeah. have all these people are. They, they may not even necessarily know why they are there to tell you a certain thing or, or you know, whatever, but it's all guided. And it's just wonderful. And because of this, I have no fear. Because fear is something from the other side. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't serve me. And, yeah. you know, I, I, don't, I, don't, I really don't think they've got all this trouble and have me like slipping a banana peel. You know, because it's, 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 it's not going to be that way. And I, 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 I remember once I, I said, okay, I want to count my blessings and see how quickly they could come. And he just couldn't, I couldn't turn them fast enough because it was, it was almost like playing with me. Like, oh, here, here, here. It's like, whoa. Um, it, 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 it's a beautiful thing. And we've already won. We've already won, and we're just going through the motions now. And the other side know it. But what we have to do is all of us on this call and most of the people listening found out something which was their red pill. You know, mm-hmm. older yeah. folks, it might have been the Kennedy assassination. You know, others, it would have been um, 9 11. 9 11 was mine. And mm-hmm. when, when that happened, um, you know, the rug's pulled out from underneath you. You know, you, it's, it's, it's really traumatic. It, it, and you go through grieving. It's like losing a loved one. You're losing your worldview. And you mm-hmm. have to go through all the stages of grief. You know, anger, bargaining, denial, and all that sort of stuff finally through to acceptance. So, for us to get the other side to change their worldview, 
they're going to have to go through a grieving process, and it's our job to make that easier for them. And if we say, oh, we're going to string you up, we're going to whatever, um, that's, that's, not, that's, that's giving them no incentive to stop doing it. I mean, speaking their mm-hmm. language, sure. <clears throat> if, yeah. we, if we can speak to them spirit to spirit, and they can, they can see within our hearts that we are not vengeful, yeah. they'll be more likely to come. And, and, and some would say, oh, but they don't understand that. They're, they, they, they have no empathy. They're never going to understand that. I disagree. When someone who is dark comes to you, you can feel their darkness. Yeah. Therefore, they can feel our light. Yeah. And the more light we put in on their side, it, you know, the general tide moves in the right direction. Right now, they've been cut because they, 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 they see this big change coming. You know, you have Brzezinski talking about this grand global awakening, and they're terrified. I mean, they live in fear. And they're like, oh, no, everything's going to go all starve in the streets. No, they won't. You know, I'll you know, I'll make it a sandwich or something. It's fine. You know, there's extra couch here. Hope you're not allergic to cats, that kind of stuff. You know, <laughs> we are all one. It, I mean, and we need them. And, and also, oh, let's destroy the other side. I don't want to destroy the other side. Everyone was all like hippie and like, oh yeah, peace, man. That'd be boring. They give us something to do. We give them something to do. I want some hot sauce on my eggs, but you do. They, they oh, I mean, they're, they're coming a bit too much into our side. So we need to address the balance, and we have to get them through their change because we're all going through a change, and it's going to be awesome. They will love it once they once they come to, to onto this side. Uh, but the, we have to help them with the process. Um, they're, they're like cornered rats and death and like they're throwing everything. I mean, seriously, the amount of work that they're putting into just the spring, wow. I mean, I, you know, like when, I'm, when, I, when I feel a bit tired, I'll just nap and I'll play with a cat or whatever. They have to do all this drudgery. I mean, to get one flame up in the air, the amount of work, oh, geez. Um, it's relax, sit down, have a beer if you want one. Uh, it's okay. I tell you, you are inspirational, Patrick. Man, I I, I was I was uh, not expecting such a positive uh, presentation, but yeah, I do I do see what you're saying. Uh, wow. You know what? Yeah, I mean, this is great, man. It's over. <laughs> uh, get out in the light. I think what Dylan, Patrick, what you're doing here, maybe maybe it's the long beard. I don't have a beard, but uh, uh, when the when the sun shines, we're all in the old world, caught in a cave uh, against which yeah. the light reflects on the wall. And somebody, maybe it was you and all of us, we found a little crack in the cave and we found our way outside to where the sun shines, the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees are there. Now, if you're outside and you're enjoying the sun and everything, you're going to be happy. It sounds like we should be happy, right? That's what we are mentally. Happy. Yeah, I'm you're happy. mentally I'm reflecting happy. being outside in the sun. But like, when they're like, hey, if they're spraying the snot out of the skies, I have so in towel. So I was like, oh, hey, I thought it's, and, and that's the other thing. Um, back when I was starting, I, I had in my mind that most people don't know about it. Most people are resistant to change. So I must try to get them to accept this thing. Yeah. So I'll sell it to them. And I've got maybe one in 10. Yeah. Now, I know what's going on, so we just let him know, just as if I'd let him know, you know, what time the next bus is coming, and, oh, you know, oh, yeah, I think it's about 3 o'clock or something. It's just a fact. You don't try, you do. 
Yeah. And, I, I, and also, I mean, I have to say, I do have, I may be an outlier, because frankly, I've got the freaking Holy Spirit on my side, so, and plus the Irish accent, so I've got a bit of an advantage. But my head has <laughs> gone from under 20 to high 90s. For Wait, 90%? Hit rate? Really? No, I, I'd, say, I'd say 95 plus. Everyone that I talk to either knows what's going on or within a few minutes of me talking to them will accept that it is. Wow. That's a close, that's a close 100%. <laughs> because, yes, you will still get the outliers. But, and that's the other thing. When you do speak to people who are there on the other side, like, uh, like Mick West. Yeah. He's like Mick West, the Metabus guy. I, can't, I interviewed yeah. him the other day, like last week. I, I, I wanted to know all the talking points so I could blow holes with him later. He's a nice guy. Wrong boss. Whatever. Yeah. And another guy I spoke to, uh, Will Burns. It was up in Chico, uh, Cal State uh, uh, Chico, uh, November. And this guy, Will Burns, and he, he was there to say, you know, just give the usual talk. Oh, yeah. Where one of the things we're thinking of doing to save us from global warming are, you know, carbon dioxide removal and solar radiation management. And um, back in the day, you remember, like, I was the one who went after 10 Caldera to go and sort of run away after me. Because I, I wanted him to slip up and admit yet what's going on. Yeah. But I know, like, no one said it's going on, so it's good. Really risky for any one of them to actually, you know, to, to, to make a slip. So I want to protect them. I don't want them to do that. But um, with Will, he is a he's like a he's got a doctorate in international environmental law. And I thought, ooh, maybe he could give us some tips on how we can fight this legally. So I yeah. I spoke to him afterwards and said, you know, so, you know, it's okay to do this. We we were in touch. And uh, so we had this, you know, and, and, and I, I also, I've always, you've got to be completely open. I wasn't going to sort of stand back and say, ah, but in U.S. Code uh, 50, Section 13, 1520A, there's a loophole for research that you can spray people. I wasn't going to like sort of try and stand back and do anything. I gave him all, my, all of my concerns in an email before, and he still agreed to uh <coughs> We talked for an hour, and they gave me all kinds of great stuff. He can't openly say, and I can't, and I will not say what his opinion is, whether we should mm-hmm. do it or not. That's between us. But I felt he was. Really, I mean, he, he he said it was really. He was very very encouraging of people like me going out and letting people and like raising the alarm on this because nice. if it was to be considered. You know, it's really freaking serious. And this is someone who I would have considered an adversary who is now a friend. Um, wow. Last week, last week, you know, uh, like the global, the, okay, there's the, the global warming, uh, uh, you know, um, outdoor thing with the hockey stick. Mm-hmm. Like the, the famous hockey stick graph. That was, that was made by a guy called Michael Mann from the University of Pennsylvania. And it was roundly debunked, and he got attacked. Because, I mean, it, it was basically a fraud. It's these are these bogus models. They say, oh, we're all going to die. Um, he was looking at the Commonwealth Club here in San Francisco. And as I was going, I, I went just to, you know, because it was something about climate, maybe, you know, they, they, I thought that they might bring it up. I bought his book before, and he had a chapter in there on geoengineering. And, he, and, it, and it was, he wasn't talking about, 
in the book, he wasn't really saying, oh, this is a great idea. He's like, you know, it had pictures of, like, Frankenstein and stuff, you know, like, and, mm-hmm. and the title was, What Could Possibly Go Wrong? So I asked him, I said, well, oh, hey, you know, because it was, it was uh, like, this was supposed to be uh, broadcast over 230 uh, radio stations, so I think because of my question, it got spiked. <laughs> but anyway, so I, I asked, like, you know, hey, you know, you know, I, I, I like I liked your chapter about geoengineering. Have you have you have you looked into the health impact? You know, considering like Alzheimer's has gone up thirty five fold since the spring. You know, a lot people have thought the spring has started, and he basically dogged geoengineering, saying really bad idea. He's supposedly someone I would have considered an adversary who's helping us. There's a lot of people hmm. who aren't way far. Like, and that's the thing. Like, on one side, there's pure good, and the other side, there's pure evil. Everything in between got good and bad. You and I have bad in us. Everyone between us and the devil has a little bit of good. And the people that they, they put out in front of the cameras to do stuff, if we appeal to the goodness in them, they will help us. If you listen, they will listen. If you speak, they will speak. If you care for them, they will care for you. You manifest what your thing is. It's like if you decide it's going to be a bad day, it's going to be a bad day. Yeah. Gosh. And, uh, and, and, and so what you don't do, you don't concentrate on, oh, death, destruction. Uh, you think, <laughs> like, like, like there, there, there was a few hours like earlier this week where, this, I mean, the, it had rained pretty heavily, but the sky was blue, and it's like nice pretty clouds. I'm like, Yay. Nice clouds. So the next time, I mean, it, it rained. It was actually, actually having rain falling on you that wasn't poisonous. It was like, yay, you celebrate. You you keep your eye on the goal, not the problem. And, uh, and then, of course, you do have to be aware of the problem. But the thing is, you have to address it in terms of awesomeness. Hate, fear, violence, destruction, chaos, mendacity, all of those things, reject them all. And try and do the same thing, but using only stuff on the good side. Hey guys, so, this is like this is like Jesus Christ's Sermon on the Mount for the geological yeah. movement. <laughs> <laughs> Holy cow, this is great stuff. No, seriously, very inspirational. John Graff, you have to be inspired by what Patrick is saying. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. Yeah, you get, you get down. You get down. I know. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm. I'm I'm not in that land, honestly. I want to be. That's the place I would like to be, honestly. Okay. But um, I'm people waiting for Holy Spirit to come tippy toeing down, and we're okay. I, I'm not there, you know. I, but I, but I, but I, I appreciate what he's saying. I do, and I would like to be there. But um, I'm seeing a real lot of danger here. I'm seeing cancer hospitals filled with children, and I'm being realistic about this. And and that thing that went over. Uh, December 22nd, it was like they called it the Falcon 6 or Falcon 9. Whatever this was, it was a big something in the sky that left a lot of yeah. material behind. I don't know if you've seen it or not. Was oh, that that big that, white thing that spread out? Yeah. That big white yeah. thing? Yes, yeah, and I saw it here. Well, they're telling us the satellite launch. I'm Call me crazy, but I thought satellite launches went straight up. This went sideways across the sky. It, it emitted so many things that looked like chemicals, and after that, in the paper, there was all these sicknesses. I was seeing people coughing in the streets. After that, there was so much material coming out of that. 
I don't believe for two seconds that that was a satellite launch, first of all. I think that's exactly what NASA would tell us because they, they're covering chemtrails and all that stuff, too. But um, to me, that looked very destructive, what I saw. I mean, I sat there and watched it. I could smell that thing. It had a smell to it that was Wait a horrendous. Minute. You saw it live as it was happening. You saw it live. Yeah, I got a videotape of it. John, you saw it, too? Yeah, yes. I got a video of oh. it. And it oh smelled like God. Yeah, oh, yeah, I definitely smelled it, and it, it was. I don't believe it was well, wasn't, wasn't that SpaceX? Wasn't that what yes, that was? Yeah, of course they did. Elon Musk or whatever this guy's name, they they painted that like that. But I've seen that same vehicle before, and nobody said a word about it. I was standing with my mom in the front yard, and we looked up and saw the same thing, exactly the same thing, and it vanished out really quickly. And then it came by in 2015, and I know people that got a lot of photographs of that, and they said it was a missile test. And, and this, is, now, this is a lie. I don't believe it's it. It's supposed to be releasing some kind of information um, download that's not necessarily positive. I've heard that, too. I thought, yeah. I know, it's a strange thing. <laughs> yeah. I'm just not buying this. I mean, we haven't heard the truth yet. So why all of a sudden would they do some positive American thing in the sky? When they're spraying us every day, this looks like the king of the chem bombs right here. It was horrible. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it's really it was, something. It was, yeah, look at the footage of that thing. You tell me that's earthly. That is some t- technology I've never yeah. heard of in my life. You know, so. Yeah, I don't know. John, John Knox, did the local news stations cover this or John Graff? Or did yes, they did. They did. They said it was, uh, it was a satellite launch. Everybody's excited and clapping. But. I wasn't buying it for a second. I saw this crap coming out of that thing. It was insane. John Knox got great footage of that. you got to see it. Okay. I think it's something that they can't actually explain. That's why they keep making up all these reasons, because there's so much UFO activity out there every day. It's just amazing. This, this is true. The same thing was in China. In 2000 and 2011, that thing shot over China. The same exact thing, and they shut the airport down because the officials did not know what it was. They were afraid to let any planes fly, but it was the exact same thing. So this is what's so weird to me, but this this happy day that, we we got a satellite. Hooray, wave the flag. Nah, sorry. I'm not waving anything. That looked like a bomb to me. It was horrible. It might look. It might be something benign, but it it, it is not Maybe. something from here. <laughs> it's not no, from here. it looks like some, something that came from another dimension. It was coming in like a big steam train, you know, like yes. coming into the, the dock or whatever. But whatever it was released an awful lot of material that looked very much like the chemtrails we see on these horrible days. So I'm just saying, I don't trust anything. If it's on the mainstream news, I don't trust it. So that's my goal. That's my that's my idea on that. I just don't trust John it John Knox. You get out a lot, and you interact with a lot of people, and you do commentary on videos and stuff like this uh, quite yep. quite quite well. Uh, are you sensing more uh, more awareness at the grassroots for the recognition of what's happening to our skies? Or less? Well, since I'm talking to a society of which I'm included that's being hammered with fluoride for decades. We've now now got GMOs. We've got fracking in the ground. We've got EMFs that are dulling our brain, which just hit me badly recently. Uh, When I talk to anybody, I know this person's in a cage, an energetic cage, which really has them kind of fearful. So if I try to get in there and jam them with a lot of information, they back up towards the back of the cage. 
So what I've learned to do with my stay curious approach, I basically plant something interesting out front of the cage and I leave. And then they get a chance to like look around through the bars. They reach out, they pick it, they bring it back in, they look at it. And I would say more people are curious today than ever. And I would say they're more fearful that if they learn what they think they're curious about, it's going to upset their life. And we all know that it'll upset their life eventually in a good way, but the fear of the transition for them is too much, you know, for little league dads and soccer moms to be jolted out of the reality, which is just above their, the playing field. It's tough. It's tough. And, and, you know, uh, Along with what Patrick says, I try and plant what I call sticky traps when I talk. I basically make one or two interesting facts that are juxtaposed in a way that one is right and one is wrong. And usually the one that they regard as right is shown as wrong by some of the interesting things that I have. I leave it and I go away. That sits in their head and eventually when all of the information from other parts of their life comes into their head, they'll see one day, oh my God, I was talking about, that's really true. Uh, uh, I I wanted to just take this time, you know, it's been fantastic listening to Patrick, and Patrick, I have to say to you, EPA, do your job. That is probably the most famous uh, soundbite of all of the uh, activists that I've ever heard. <laughs> when I saw that, I just was clapping. So thank you for doing that. Well, yeah. they, still ha- they still haven't. <laughs> but you went on record, and that was just a phenomenal that you guys did. I've made notes here from uh, what we've talked about and what's been talked about in the last uh, amount of time. And I, I would say... Here's, you know, there are people that have a phenomenal amount of technical knowledge uh, way above what mine is. And my, my gift seems to be to bring people back to the basics. And one of the things that I feel that the attack, the 24-7, 366 attack that we're under is, it's meant to dull the common sense. And it's meant to discourage people from taking action. They may even see what should be done, but they just won't take action. And what I help people to do is get in touch with their common sense. So here's a quote from Wendell Berry that that I saw one time and I said, my God, this is amazing. Whether we or our politicians know it or not, nature is a party to all of our deals and all of our decisions. And she has much more votes a longer memory, and a sterner sense of justice than we do. So every time I see a scientist saying, oh, we can do this and we can do that, whichever way it goes, I keep on thinking we're screwing with a system which was designed millions of years before we got here, and both sides kind of think, well, well, we'll just do this science thing or that science trick and it'll be fine. And I basically don't have any trust in in the ability to do that. And that's why I feel Patrick's idea of showing them that when you're in the light, it's actually much more fun and wouldn't you like to come and join us? I think that is one of the greatest bridges that we could possibly make. Well, well, thanks for that. I mean, it's, um, I mean, 
it, it, again, all the, the downloads that I've had, I'm get, I feel that I'm getting advice from the top everything mind. Nice. You know, uh, you know, like the, my, I could be an epic lawyer. I could be a great doctor. I could be uh, whatever, whatever I need to do to do my job. I get the best way of doing it. I don't have to spend years in, you know, in law school and stuff. I know the thing to say that will just break the thing open. Um, but also, when you're looking at People, I mean, this this is a process. You, you don't suddenly like go from conception to giving birth. There's nine months. Mm-hmm. And we who have been, we've had that red pill. We didn't ask for the red pill. It came to us in yep. in many, like in my case, 9/11. And we went through this traumatic period. It's like walking across a river of fire. And so when you get across the when you get across that river of fire and your your clothes are singed and you've lost your eyebrows and stuff, and you think, ah, everyone's got to know about this thing, and then you're yelling at people over on the other side of of, of the river of fire and say, hey, come on over. Like, no, there's a fire there. You think, what am I, insane? So you have to give them, you have to understand, you have to remember your own journey and uh, you don't force it. It's like, you know, baking bread. You don't say, quick, quick, rise. You know, it'll take, you know, it, it takes a certain amount of time to fill up a water jug. It takes a certain amount of time to bake bread. And it takes time for people to get through the grieving process. And when you're still in the grieving process, that's when you research. That's not when you go out to talk to people because when you, when you talk to people, they're going to sense your fear, anxiety, anger, depression, all that sort of stuff. And I'm going to think, I don't want any of that. And and the other thing, uh, we are terrified because, ah, they have, you know, fill in the blank. But we have fill in the blank. I mean, because we are, nature is a balance. And the worse they are, the better we are. And it's not, it is certainly not over. I think it's, and I think they know it's over as well, but it's their nature, just as it's our nature to do what we do, it's their nature to do what they do. And I'm not Pollyanna-ish at all. I mean, I will look into darkness, and the darkness, I'll feel the darkness, and it's it's bad. I mean, if you've looked into what's going on at CERN and D-Wave, you know, the quantum computers, when they're actually, I mean, they actually say, that, that what if they put 100% of energy into this thing, they'll get 110% back. They are getting extra stuff from other dimensions, and they talk about it as summoning freaking demons. <laughs> so it's it's, it's you know, I'm I'm not I'm not saying oh yeah it's, you know it's oh it's fine you know, sit down relax. Uh, in a way, you can sit down and relax as long as you're doing your job, which is relaxing. There mm-hmm. are Greatest our massive strength is from pure stillness. From that, you can leap up and push out, and you don't have. And the purer you get, the less grip hold the other side have onto you. And as long as your your pure wave is a higher magnitude than whatever darker wave which is lower than you, you will overcome it. And spirit will not put you against a, a wave that will overwhelm you. Because why waste your own assets? And it seems, and, it, and, it, and I'm baffled how it really does seem that 
the other side are helping me. Like, for, the, for example, the first time I went to the Weather Modification Association, it was on the Queen Mary, where my parents sailed across at the height of their power. Isn't that Wow. Yeah, I'm a member of, you know, and, and I, I they, they said, don't, you know, whatever is said, you know, in behind closed doors, stays behind closed doors. I have not betrayed any confidence. And because of that, I've been there twice, I have a wonderful, in- I've got great interviews with these guys. I mean, they also can't say, oh, yeah, you know, there's a covert program going on. I wouldn't expect them to. But I can, with all, like, with, with, with a thing from Chris, actually, even Mick West, all of these people, I put it together and I can show, here it's going on, and it's done. It's okay. And they, they and, and the goodness in them, and there is goodness in all of them. Celebrate uh, the fact that I'm doing what I'm doing. And it's a huge team effort. They're on my team too. So, yes, there's some very freaking super, super doc, Dr. Strange love types. Absolutely. Yeah, and yeah, they, for sure. their goal, and actually, here's, here's the other thing. You know, like the whole thing about, because um, when you first wake up, oh, it's the end. It's going to be total destruction, total overwhelmment, whatever. Well, first of all, they have never, every advancement in technology that they've had since the wheel or getting on horseback or whatever, they did not get complete control. Because if they did, we'd be under complete enslavement. Secondly, they also recognize they, 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 they cannot and do not want to completely destroy the life. Because if you look at the, like, you know, like these major eugenicists, they say, oh, we want to kill 90% of the population, not 100%, 90%, because they themselves know the balance must be maintained. And we have to accept their BS for it to harm us. Uh, it's all about contract law. That's why we have, um, you know, predictive programming and contract and all that kind of stuff. And you say, uh, no, I, 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 frankly, not only do I not want to do your stuff, I don't even want to listen to you. I'm going to go talk to my friends here and, you know, feel <laughs> yeah. with the puppies and ice cream. And they can jump up and down as much as they like. But remember, we are spirits. Spirits cannot physically make another person. Like, if you don't like broccoli, there's nothing I can do to make you look like broccoli. I can try and sell it to you, but I can't force it. And that's, and that's where they know they're coming from. And the, of course, they also try to disarm us spiritually by saying, oh, yeah, all this God stuff is nonsense. It's just for, you know, like scared old ladies and stuff. Um, yeah. They absolutely follow their dark lord. And the, the science that they have is intertwined in the, uh, in the mystery religions. And absolutely. And, you know, and they have to studiously study and go through the drudgery and all that kind of stuff and do all the horrible, depraved things. Because they have to be super, 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 super dark to do it. And another thought that I was having, which I thought was, holy crap. Okay, consider. Um, remember, I don't know if you ever did this when you were in physics, doing, studying physics in high school. When you grew a salt crystal, you get a very small little salt crystal. You attach it to a string and you put it in some super saturated salt water and it, over time it grew. You can do it with different yeah. crystals. Yeah, the smaller the smaller the crystal, the more perfect the cube. If you start with one single, so like one uh, 
sodium ion and one chlorine ion and start from there in perfect stillness, you'll get a perfect cube. Um, so, shenanigans. Shenanigans include wars and chemtrails and GMOs and vaccines and all, 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 all the other stuff, right? Um, that, every single one of those comes from a single idea. A single, some, someone decides, okay, this is what I want to do and it shall be so. It has mm -hmm. to come from the small, purest, single thing. Because if it's like three people decide it, deciding on it, it's not going to be a perfect thing. To have a huge world war, whatever, it's got to come from this pure, black, cold, chaotic, darkness, essence of evil. Mm. Therefore, therefore, what we, I mean, because we, we, we are all opposite. So how we create something as large as a word but awesome is go to something pure and still and awesome and let that grow. And it's from in pure silence and peace and love. And let that grow out. And uh, okay. I think we could, it'd be like a truth bomb or something, except bomb seems aggressive. It'll just grow out beautifully in, in a pure Fibonacci. Um, oh, you just reminded well, I mean, me. I mean, that, and, and the thing is, like, the, the other guys are trying to do that same thing with the stern stuff. So, and because they are getting their advice or whatever from their people, we are getting more advice from our people or person. And, and it's, not just, it's not just like one Lord. It's the whole panoply of the celestial whatever. And when I say celestial, I mean, I'm not sticking to biblical or Buddhist or whatever. It's, there is the, the spiritual world is a fact, and it's much, much larger than the, this limited physical realm we find ourselves in. Uh, but the rules of the spiritual realm overrule the ones from the physical realm. So if you keep yourself true to that, you'll never go wrong. Um, well, in this, uh, so in far, this so far, so uh, of uh, spiritual people, uh, I would like to say that basically the way I approach it, even though nobody asked me, is nature I is wanted my... to get to asking you, John. <laughs> nature is my religion, and the earth is my church. I don't subscribe to any, you know, known religions, and um, yes. I think the whatever created the world that I'm living in certainly uh, is way far is is more superior than than any, you know, any human could ever be. So, but that's ba basically where I stay. You know, I mean, I, I'm more of a I'm more of a I'm in the earth on the earth of the earth and. Oh. I just I, I worship the complexities and the beauty of this place every day. And I want to say two more things because I don't know how much more time we've got. Um, we're uh, Los Angeles Skywatch is going to be meeting to, uh, on Saturday, and I obviously know that I'm not trying to tell anybody to come and do this, but we're going to be meeting on Saturday to listen to a guy from JPL, the Jet Propulsion Laboratory. Wow! Wow! And he's going to be dressing a crowd saying, with the theme of the speech, are we ready for geoengineering yet? Ah. Okay. So obviously it's a federally funded uh, organization and they're going to be given the government line. And along with Patrick's idea of showing the other side how good it is to be on this side, we've decided that 
we're not going to oppose or debate the JPL scientists up on the stage. What we want to do is basically present ourselves in such a way and with flyers that when Ilana Freeland speaks at the same place two weeks later, she's going to have a very different view of geoengineering. So we're going to be respectful in our presence at this uh, JPL talk this coming Saturday. And at the same mm -hmm. time, we're saying for those of you that would like a second opinion, I think the sky is a very big place to only go for one opinion on. Um, yeah. Please, uh, uh, here, Ilana, uh, sorry, can, I, can I jump in for a second? Yeah, sure. Here, here, here's my advice. So, as, as I had with Will Burns and uh, Michael Mann. Um, getting them to admit it's going on, that's not going to happen. But if, no, we can get, if we can get prominent people to roundly condemn the proposal, that's a start. Yep, that so is a start. I'm absolutely all on board. And, and you can bring up my house and stuff if you like, but, you know, that's the thing. So, and, and also, they're not going to budge on, oh, we are all going to die from global warming, unfortunately. So I think that's a difficult one to, uh, to, to, uh, to, to argue them on. But then if you can say, well, it's, you know, how many people are expected to die from global warming and how many people would die if you poison them with aluminum barium and whatever. And no decision can be made until we know the numbers on both and have them independently decided. And, and, and that way you can still keep it in the public debate, and that's, that's the sort of thing that can get published. Yeah, I guess you, 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 you missed the point, but I can certainly try it again. We're not going to debate this guy. He's there to present the government line, and what we're going to be doing is saying to people, you know, by handing out flyers before the event, if you want a second opinion, which is very different from the government line, Please come to this event, and Ilana Freeland, who wrote this book, will tell you her views of the weaponization of weather. So, you know, we would like to be seen as people that are worth hearing more from without debating, you know, the Wizard of Oz up on the stage with 35 years' experience at JPL. It's it's a no-win situation in, in, in as far as my level of skill goes. I'm a good talker, but I don't have the command of the facts that you do, Patrick. So we're just what, basically... What, what, what date is this? Uh, January 27th, Saturday, at the Peace Center here in Los Angeles. Yeah, that's a little close for me. Yeah. So here's the other two things I want to cover. I ground Go ahead. every day. I ground myself for 10 to 15 minutes with my bare feet on the grass, the dirt, uh, even concrete is fine, but I highly recommend everybody who's listening to take advantage of the invisible forces that surround us in this world. Just because we can't see it, sense it, or know about it doesn't mean it's not there to help us. So certainly just taking your, your shoes off and getting in touch with the energy that Mother Nature wants to give you if you only take the rubber off your feet, I highly recommend The other thing that I... I'll second that. Yeah, sounds good. The other thing I want to is I do not consent, and this, which, which is very powerful because it separates me from the uh, repetition of the uh, pre predictive programming, which 1984 and all the other things that we've learned about the, the New World Order and, and everything else. When, when we delineate this, when we tell those stories, 
we can be just promoting the predictive programming if we don't say to the person we're talking to, and I do not consent. I may know this information, don't consent to it being real or actually coming true. And that, for me, as I live today in the year 2018, gives me sanity to keep on dealing with the horrors that uh, have been going on since before I was born. And I think great. that's one of the things that, uh, you know, bears repeating to people that start to get into this. We were born into a rigged game. We were born into a game and, and a machine that was well-oiled, fine-tuned, up and running for centuries before we were even born. So the people that told us about how America was going to be, John Wayne, if you want to, or how life should be or could be, they were just as misinformed as you know their, their parents and their parents because this game that we're working with, that we've come awake about, has been going on for a long time. So, you know, it, it gives you some perspective, you know, not to get crazy if you can't get a fix before you die. <laughs> also, if anyone, lives any, if anyone lives anywhere near the sea, it's even more awesome just to go paddle in the ocean. So, I'm a big fan of water. But wet grass or concrete anything, but grinding, I'm definitely on board with that, yeah. Sir, yes, sir. Yeah, it's 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 there. It's there. It's waiting for us to actually take advantage of it. Absolutely, yeah. I, I'll say that for it's not just the Earth. There's a lot of we have this huge team, and you know we're part of the Earth, and the Earth wants to help us. And it's like you know if if you're um, if you have a child who's ungrateful, you're less likely to give them more gifts. Whereas if you're going, yay, you know, whoever gave you the gift is going to be much more inclined to do it. And I, I, and I, and I see the same thing with all the gifts that I get. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, it's great if, and then, oh, yay, awesome. And then they're happy to get more. Yes, yes. So, get in there. Hey, guys, uh, we, we might as well open it up for comments and questions, but I'd like to just say uh, before we do, uh, this has been a wonderful evening. Uh, uh, just amazing discussion of, of truth and, and ideas uh, in the spiritual realm, celestial realm, whatever you want to call this. Uh, if we could uh, each learn from this, this talk and apply some of these things, maybe we could come back and share more and more of this kind of talk because this is very inspirational for me. Uh, Dee Dee, you want to, want to open up uh, the lines here for other, uh, anybody want to comment yeah. or questions? Yeah, and I, I'd like to make a quick comment before everybody gets in, Fred, and that and to ask the guys: uh, Does any do any of you have you ever worked with Dane Wiggington from GNHRWatch.org, or do you know Dane Wiggington? Of course, we all I know. know. I, I know Dane, and I don't work with him. Okay, is he, yeah? Is there something wrong with what he does, or? Um, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not buying some of his stuff. I'm just not buying it. I know he has the great urgency thing and he's the one that got me turned on to this in the first place, but I'm seeing, seeing him to me, turning down ideas for, for instance, the spectrometer, which tells you looking at this machine and looking at what's being sprayed, it tells you by colors, what chemicals are being sprayed. And he didn't like that idea. Yeah. It's called a spectrometer and and it's absolutely cool. And you can make an app for people's phones and aim their phone at this guy, and it'll be purple for barium and da 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 da. Sounds like a great actual, idea. 
<laughs> it sounds like a great idea to me, but he didn't like it. He thought it was too, okay. too expensive. But, you know, I'm not going to sit there and badmouth anybody. I'm not, yeah. but I just don't follow him like I used to. There's people oh, that well, I see doing well. I just, well, well, I just heard him for the first time. I heard Lionel Nation interview him, and I was kind of impressed by his demeanor, but I, I, had, yeah, I didn't yeah. know anything about him. Good. Well, Thank well, you yeah. for that. You know, yeah. I, I gotta say, uh, Dane okay. has a phenomenal way of putting the information across. He's sort of he really like Doctor Stephen Greer. I think they're both in a very similar area where they give you eighty percent of of the truth. They withhold the twenty percent. It basically you don't go any further than the eighty percent. You yeah. could call that a limited hangout. You know, I it, Dane is doing an excellent job at the level that he has decided that the, that he's going to go to. And then after that, I think most activists that I've talked to that have any type of really strong sense of individuality, eventually they say, you know, this is not going anywhere. Um, I'm glad I got started here, and let's get on to, you know, how I want to approach what's going on. Oh, okay, yeah. And, you know, he, I know Stephen Greer well, and he, he looks like him. <laughs> they look like alike. <laughs> So, yeah, they look, well, they look alike. Okay, thank so, you. Pa- yeah, so pa- here, this is Patrick, this is my two cents. Uh, okay, John. Ben, yeah. ha- ben and I have a fundamental, uh, irreconcilable difference, as you know, they say divorce court. Uh, global warming. Global warming. We <laughs> mm-hmm. maintain we're all going to die from global warming. And it's the, the widespread belief in global warming is essential to bring in technocracy. And it's also the only excuse they have for spraying us. Mm-hmm. I, I, I couldn't get him to budge in his position, and he, he's certainly not going to get me to change my mind. Uh, you mean he, man, he, thinks, he thinks global warming is real? Well, see for yourself. Go to his website. There's a search box. Yeah, he does. Top type. Oh, okay. Just type in global warming, you'll get all these alarmists. Oh, we're all going to die. It's the hottest, whatever. Uh, by the oh, way, okay. the head of the IPCC said in 2013, for 17 years. But I'd recommend yeah. people go to my website, uh, stopsprayingus.com slash selling dash chemtrails. That explains what technocracy is. It, takes, it will take too long to explain right now. Basically, it's replacing an economic system where they bring in energy credits to get Sure, this. yeah. It's, 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 it's horrible. So, uh, yeah. because, because you won't budge on that, I, I, you know, we, don't, we don't collaborate at all since then. Oh, okay. Well, I agree with that. But he has worked with people up, and I'll give him credit for that. Yeah, he's he's good. He's a good guy for a beginner. Um, yeah, I agree with but you Alex, about that. Yeah. Alex, Alex because, is good for that, too. Oh, yeah. the carbon currency, the carbon currency, the new money right. from uh, from World War. Okay, go ahead. Uh, everybody's unmuted. Betty, Dixie, uh, let's see, uh, Dr. Sam Crow. And I'm not sure if Nancy Parker Hill came on the call. Nancy, if you're out there, I'd like to give you the first shot if you're if you're listening. Not sure. She's not on my screen. She might be on Tashi. Oh, okay, okay. Anybody, right. anybody a comment or question? Go ahead. I, I just... just I think all the uh, this, this is Kelly. I have a question for John. I think. Okay, which John? John uh, Graff or John Knox? Uh, I looked on videos for under both names, looking for the orbs and the chemtrails, and I couldn't oh, find that's, it. That's me. Okay, John, John Graff. Go ahead, John. Yeah, yeah well, I don't yep. see it. I didn't. Couldn't find it on YouTube. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. All right. Here's what you do. You go to John Graff YouTube. Uh huh. And you scroll down through my 
videos, and you'll see it, and it'll say uh, chemtrail saucer spraying chemtrails, or something like that. But you'll see it. It's got a gray, gray uh, thumbnail, and it'll say interview with John Graff on it, and you'll see it in there. And there's, there's a few different versions of it. The raw one, one that's been edited and zoomed in on, which is really good. Yeah. And uh, Just for my consent, while we're in the middle of this, I saw John's video of these two vehicles, and because I know he shot it, it is real. And once you look at that like a half a dozen times, you will start to see things a little bit differently. Uh, so, you know, look, oh, John, do you know when, if the guy's looking in the YouTube channel and there are dates maybe with similar? Um, um, yeah, when is this is this March 3rd. Okay. March 3rd, 2017. It was last okay. March 3rd. Okay. Well, while I was looking through there, then there's one called Chemtrail in Santa Rosa protest, December 2nd. Oh, there's many, there's many yeah. chemtrails. But you'll, well, what do you, what's your opinion or opine about that? Where it burns the trees, burn the houses. Santa Rosa. Yeah, I think that's uh, the yeah. that I did at the uh, protest on December 2nd. Well, the- I did one too. Remember, we went there. Right. I guess. Yeah. I believe. But, uh, I think I think these are directed energy weapons. I, mean, I have never seen anything like that. It looked like a bunch of ashtrays in a row, and the trees are standing there, the flower beds, the little kids' plastic toys are out there, but the house is dust. That's not any fire I've ever seen. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing the Santa Rosa fires. Oh, yeah. yeah estimation of the houses is so complete and it's repeated over and over and over again in a mechanical fashion that's not how a fire a natural fire burns it'll it'll decimate a certain place it'll skip another place it'll lightly touch here but what you saw at Santa Rosa was a mechanical repeating effect in a linear fashion you know it went from one subdivision to another, and it decimated the houses all the same way. There's no, no normal leftover of a fire for any of those houses. They were flattened to the ground. They were obliterated. Do you think this was like the Hutchinson? Was this like a a Hutchinson effect uh, where where the molecules turn inside out and, like, expand and turn to dust? I think it's in that ballpark very much. Yeah, sure. So like it. it burned down. The bathtubs weren't even there. <laughs> no. no, and the cars were melted to the ground. You see the cars melted to the ground. I yeah, mean, but there were trees. Was... There were still trees. That was weird. Yeah, 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 this, was, this is like the toaster cars on 9/11 in Lord right. Yes, exactly. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah, look how those two buildings fell. They fell like powder. Like the, the skeletal metal structure was gone. And they came down like sand. They were not. Like, they were not like burning a down. Reaction. An electron atomic chain reaction without, uh, you know, you start a vibration and all of a sudden it, it it goes from molecule to molecule or atom to atom and electron that spreads. Yeah, molten metal in the basement for two weeks after that sounds exactly like those cars that were in Santa Rosa. They're just the metal is completely melted. The well, the rubber is off. The rubber, the rubber is off on on the tires. They're they're just totally gone. The rubber's off. The yeah. wheels are off. Everything. And one side, one side is baked, and the other side is fine, or vice versa. Yeah, yeah or some of them are flipped over. How do you flip over a car in a fire? <clears throat> oh, that's uh, I'm not really sure. Over. 
there's there's yes. one there's one photograph I want you to go find if you haven't already seen it. It's the aerial shot of the Cardinal Newman High School baseball field. Oh my God! Yeah. If you've seen that shot, you'll know what I'm talking about. If you haven't, you got your, you got a treat for you. Google the Cardinal Newman High School baseball field aerial shot. When you take a look at that, that's going to be like the Building 6 aerial shot in the afternoon of 9-11. When you see the aerial shots of Building 6, one-third of the entire structure is Gone. It didn't get put somewhere else. It didn't get. It didn't get compressed. It's gone. That's the name of the Okay. Wait. Wait. Okay. I'm in Google right now. Cardinal Newman baseball field. What do I yep. type? Is that it? Aerial shot. Aerial shot. Yeah. Fire. You need to add fire to it or fake fire, whatever. Oh, I. You know. You'll find it eventually. You'll you'll see a ton of images, but just sort through them until you see the aerial, the overhead shot, and if that's if that's a uh, mark of a natural fire, then I'll eat my hat. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think the goal or the purpose was to do, take out the houses there? That's way above my pay grade. I could guess <laughs> at it, you know, but uh, first, the first thing I'm good at is identifying that this actually happened. You know, this is not ascribed to a force of nature. This is a willfully designed system that was used on purpose and with mal intent. Also, uh, the houses that were destroyed just happened to be slated for redevelopment for Agenda 21. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I heard that. Oh, too. you're kidding. I hadn't heard that. But we have oh. three, more, three more people with questions for you folks. Uh, Dr. Sam, do you want to go? Who's that? you want to ask your question, Sam? Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, Patrick, he mentioned about aluminum, right? Yeah. Well, you know, in, in the vaccines, there's aluminum in the vaccines they get to little kids. And the little exactly. children get about 81 vaccines. And it also has lead, aluminum, border pieces of tissue, nail polish, and a bunch of formaldehyde. So these little children, when they're born, they're, and they're getting uh, lead and aluminum, and they get about 81 vaccines by the time they're a few years old. You know, so I'd actually go as far as to say that um, yes, the mirasol mercury is bad, but the real super toxin is aluminum. If you get that, if you get that small enough, in fact, I bought some. I actually bought some nano aluminum. You can freaking buy it. Five nanometers. This stuff. Not only does it does it go straight into cells, it goes right to and um, into your nucleus to screw with your DNA. Right. So, yeah, and, 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 this, and so I have this. I have this. I haven't even opened the box yet. I'm quite scary. I mean, I have to pay a forty dollar hazmat fee to get it sent here. Uh, <laughs> this five gram thing has the surface area of three Olympic swimming pools. Wow. So, yeah, this stuff's nasty. Okay, it, it, aluminum is just one of the things, and as I mentioned before, you know, in conjunction with iron, it makes aluminum ten times worse. Also, fluoride, I learned. Fluoride yes. helps, fluoride helps move aluminum across the gut wall and, and make it bioavailable. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. So, yeah, the vaccines are absolutely do not... Con- Actually, there's the other thing with, with, the, uh, with the vaccines and consent. Um, 
there's talk of mandatory, but you'll notice whenever they bring up mandatory, they'll say, uh, you can only, we won't let you do something unless you get the vaccine. You can't, like, you can't, you can't run your right. school. But we still yep. can say, uh, go pants down. Just like they've never said, oh, we're spraying you, they've never said, you must take a vaccine. We still can say no. I mean, it can make our lives more difficult, but we can still say no, so say no. And anyone who's skeptical, actually, here's a great thing you can do. Uh, go to your local Safeway, CVS, Walgreens, whatever, and ask to get uh, one of the product inserts. The product insert is a tiny little fold-up microscopic spec bump, which is packaged, has to be packaged in the little vial, with the vial, which they throw out. It's not the, the patient information sheet. Ask for one of those. It's small enough to keep in your wallet. And any time you have... Anytime you see a pregnant woman, say, hey, um, I know you're going to be given all kinds of pressure to, uh, you know, get vaccinated. But before you do, can you please read Section 8.1 of this vaccine insert in which it says animal reproduction studies have not been conducted with this vaccine? It is not known, air quotes, whether this vaccine can cause fetal harm to your baby or affect reproductive capacity. Every single vaccine has that. So I recommend people just just get one of these and carry it around with you, so you can you'll be armed when you 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 might you might you could save a life. So that's good. So yeah, screw vaccines. I'm never going to get another one. No. Okay. The second thing is, the uh, other fellow talked about the chemtrails, the government and the chemtrails. But what about the government and weather modification? You know, we've had a bad winter out here in the east, and I think it's been due to the mod- weather modification by the government, you know, generating well, electromagnetic. Also, yeah, also, what a comment. We're into, sorry, we're also going into a ground silver minimum. You know, like, the, you know, when we have, that's like, like ice age stuff, like the tennis froze pro- over in a, in a ground silver minimum. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's going to be really freaking cold. On top of that, you have all the electromagnetic stuff. So I recommend people go to NASA Worldview or go 16. You can see all the massive shenanigans they're done electromagnetically and with all the aerosols that they're dumping. And it's not about weather control. It can affect the weather, sure, but that's mm-hmm. not even a fig leaf cover for what they're doing. That's why I don't want the word geoengineering, because that's just it's about the weather. This is bio-warfare. This is chemical, Absolutely. chemical and biological and actual electromagnetic and nano-warfare yeah. against the civilian population. I'm dead set against it. So even Absolutely. though uh, even though I'm all peace and love, I'm still a pissy Irishman. Do not mess with an Irishman. Don't piss one off. So, and, uh, so yeah, that's where I am. Okay, now let's try to get two more people. I've got Al and Dixie. Dixie, go first, and then we'll have you talk, Al. Go ahead, Dixie. Oh, I'm sorry I got on late. Uh, the gentleman from the U.K.? Yes. Okay. Well, he's, very he's not on the show tonight, but uh, oh. it was his birthday yesterday. But Patrick Roddy, oh, who's got a little bit of the accent, is, uh, oh, is from way, San Francisco. He's Irish. Hey, Patrick. I Perry will be annoyed if you consider uh, the South of Ireland as part of the UK. So, uh, he's, he's very uh, he's Irish Irish. I'm Northern Irish, so I could be considered UK. But yeah. <laughs> anyway, so, carry on. 
I'm I'm part Irish, and I was going to ask you, do you know who Ian R. Crane is? Is he an author? No, he's a gentleman who's disabled in the UK, and he was arrested for protesting the fracking. Oh, well, I, bet I don't know. Uh, good for him. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know. We, yeah, we got him out. I just, yeah. So that was what I wanted to ask, and we're happy to have you. Well, oh, thank you, Dixie. That's kind of you. Um, are you done, Dixie? Shall I go to Al? Yes, darling. Okay, thank you. Go ahead, Al. I, 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 I just got a question about uh, something called consent versus dissent. Dissenting. What do you? How do you know when to consent or dissent anything in our universe? How do you know when and it's where? Not when? good to say no. Even if it's in right. a science fiction movie, for example, like in the 1984 Arnold Schwarzenegger movie Total Recall, they had naked body scanners with X-ray stuff, self-driving cars and stuff. I, I no, that's when you say no. I mean, 1948 was a time when you said no to 1984. Yeah. Just because we know these, there's this, this scumbag put stuff into fiction. It's like, oh, but it's in fiction. No. Everything that Philip K. Dick wrote, everything that um, uh, Huxley, Orwell, and whoever comes next, all of their stuff is, hey, we're going to do this. H.G. Wells. They'll call it fiction. Yeah. And actually, a really good one, I, I recommend people read, read uh, the first chapter, actually the first two pages of War of the World, um, because it describes the Martians looking down upon us, oblivious to them, uh, as, you know, with cold eyes as a scientist would look at a, you know, a, you know, a, 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 you know, a microbe under a microscope. They... And actually, this ties in with the uh, like with the guy from D-Wave. He, he's the one who was talking about the the, the intelligences he, that they're connecting with on the other side of this freaking quantum gate that they're building in Switzerland. He said, you know, these guys don't love you. They don't hate you. They just don't they care. Don't yeah, care. I remember that. The, you know, the opposite of love isn't hate. It's, you know, apathy or just, just, yeah. So, yeah, these are cold, unfeeling, you know, the opposite of us. Right. And, and, and that's the thing, until you really have to understand yourself and then try to imagine the opposite. Try, and and start, start small and then work, work larger, and then you can get a better understanding of the, 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 the motivation of the other side. Because you don't know who they are or what they are and how they're motivated, you, you, won't, you won't know how to counteract them. But the thing is, even if you don't do that work, they are they are here to have their nature. We are here to do, have our nature. So, uh, and and we uh, our nature are, is strengthened by listening to your gut do the right thing. Anyone who anyone who's even completely a Richard Dawkins selfish gene, just Adam something around character, ask yourself: Have you ever got a gut feeling that was wrong? Answer to that is no. We are guided, and um, it's and you know the other side wants us to look into darkness, and that's why they put the depravity of the culture and whatever. So it, it, the the more attention we give them, the more darkness there is. So don't give them attention. I mean, yes, I'm 
I'm like going up and saying, see your freaking job and stuff. You know, there is that. I mean, like if some, if some, you know, you do, you do what's right, you listen to your gut, do the right thing, but do not dwell in the darkness. Or, or, or if you don't, you can glimpse into the abyss, know that there is an abyss, but make sure, okay, let's make sure we don't fall into it and let's make some like chairs and stuff and have a picnic over in that direction away from the freaking abyss. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Anyway, I'm rambling. There's a famous quote about looking into the abyss. You have to be aware that it it looks back at you. It does. It does. But the thing is, we, I mean, the abyss is a little afraid of us. We, I mean, I mean, when you think, when you think of the abyss, it's like this, like really deep, super dark, you know, bottomless pit. It's not bottomless. As long as you are extremely attuned to the light, you can be brighter than they are dark. And as long as you are, you will overcome. And we, I mean, the, the, the power we have is astonishing. I mean, just even my cat, she, when I, when I, when I want her to get into a, uh, a, a cat carrier and she doesn't, she's not going in. I'm much bigger than her, but for some reason, she can like get a grip on the air. <laughs> the power, our will is so powerful, and yeah. and you know, they the other side cannot get us to do things against our will. If we say, oh, okay, they're more powerful, all right, I'll go along with it. Yeah, you failed that, but that that's giving up, and I'm not a quitter. So yeah, that's good. <laughs> so everything in your life, everything in your life, is a decision, but most of us don't know that we're making. Decisions without making a decision. We go along and do the things that are natural. I live in the Washington, D.C. area, and you all were talking about weather a moment ago. We never got all the bad storms. Everybody was getting up north and down south. They completely missed Washington, D.C., all of them. All of the extreme cold, the weather, all of that. And I find it peculiar. You know, um, well, yeah. they, they spray Barely. them too. They definitely do. I mean, like, there's nowhere that doesn't get nailed. True. Uh, like, yeah. you know, Israel gets nailed. Switzerland, all these places, they all get zapped and fried and stuff. The, 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 again, the, the other side, I mean, we, our goal is, like, pure awesomeness. Theirs mm-hmm. is the opposite. They want complete destruction. We want complete awesomeness. And in the, in the middle, they, there's, there's a bit of a mixture and compromise. We have a bit of both in each of us. So they... Um, so yeah, they, they actually, uh, left of their own devices, they would destroy themselves, you know, because even if they got rid of like everyone except like three people, those three people would like probably kill each other, <laughs> you know, it's good boy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, oh my God. You know, the picture that you painted in my head, it just, it was looking at one of the Star Wars guys that runs the yeah. black planet or the Death Star or whatever Death it was. Star, you know, they yeah. all had guns on, but there were all these kind of pasty little brittle little old men, you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. That, how, that was, how do you say that? How do you say no to 911? I'm very much well, integrated to both places. Yeah. Involved. And, the, and the thing is, again, 9-11 is an example of stuff that is used against us that strengthens us. If 9-11 hadn't happened, I'd not be on this call right now. Yeah. Right. There's so many people who woke up from that. Yeah, it was tragic, mm-hmm. awful, and horrible, and like wars and all these 
people who died and stuff, you know, including all the wars and all that kind of stuff. But anything waged against us does make us stronger. And of course, I'm not saying nobody gets hurt. And I think, um, you know, we do sort of sign up for this before we, uh, many people believe that mm-hmm. we, uh, before we actually incorporate into this, uh, into the physical plane, plane, we decide, okay, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, I'm going to do the other. And the people I think some of my friends were standing beside me when I was making that decision. They said, no, no, you don't want to go to Earth right now. You know, yeah. you don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I'm just the guy. I'm going. <laughs> I just want to stay as long as I can. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so what do you, what do you say? What, what was the, what was the, what was the, the, the event? Of 9/11 that made you be on this call. What was the what triggered your your motivation? Well, I mean, I've been a skeptic my entire life, but like I'm I'm 52 now. So when I was a teenager, I was listening to Dead Kennedys. You know, you know, there's, uh, there's, uh, he 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 went so far, but not. I wasn't ready for more. Uh, but it was when. I finally actually looked at Building 7 and went, whoa, those people were saying 9-11 was a bit suspect. They were right. And then from that, then you then, then you go off to look at other things. And actually, the one, the, 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 the video that I watched on YouTube, it was actually Google video back, at this, back in that time, was a, a David Icke one called Big Brother, The Big Picture. And he was, he talked about all these things and how it all linked together. I, I I'm not I'm not saying everything that he says is true. I understand. But that. I, he, he, I understood the interconnectedness of it, and it was uh, that started me on the road of like talking about 9/11 and then vaccines and uh, GMOs and all that kind of stuff. And I somehow got led into chemtrail, and this is my job. This is what I'm here for, and. Um, it's uh, it's awesome. I mean, it sucks that we're getting sprayed and zapped and stuff, but I'm not gonna fall. You know, it's it's great. You know, having having. I mean, it's, I I cannot imagine a better blessing in life to have a purpose and the ability to do it. I mean, come on. I mean, what's better than that? I agree. <laughs> purpose and direction. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, Fred. Hey guys, this has been a great. Darn good banana. A, a, a groundbreaking show. Holy cow. Yeah. Yeah, I, wasn't, I wasn't expecting to be uh, uh, inspired. And, and I mean, we're not just talking about chemtrails. We're talking about the spiritual, yes. you know, fundamental uh, aspects of what life is all about, what the truth is all about, the animated, energized, uh, uh, positive, uh, hopeful soul, actively actively standing on terra firma, not consenting or connecting with only with things that are good and true, and that's uh, so inspiring yeah. to hear from all of you guys. <laughs> hey Fred, Thanks. Fred, yeah. Everything that happens in our country is planned. Everything is theater. It's a Hollywood production, and everything is a big lie. That's it. Yeah. And we have the truth, so we're more powerful, Sam. <laughs> we, we know yep. what they know, but they don't know what we know, so <laughs> go with that. Yeah, yeah. If, you, if you study the Civil War, if you study World War One and World War Two, 
and the Korean War and the Vietnam War, and you go right down the line, you know, everything is theater, it's all planned, and the mainstream media is source of big propaganda. But Sam, and, Sam, we got it, we got, we got it, we got to turn that little the cat the, the cup has to be half full here, or else it's just not worth living. You know, I know. You just have to have that that, that it, it raise the raise the energetic level to be a little more positive is what we're trying to say tonight. You know? Yeah. And you could yeah. be positive and still say, all right, you sons of bitches, you're not going to get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. I say it every day. I say it every day. People think I'm, yeah, good. People think I'm crazy. Yeah. No, I, I like that, Sam. That's good. That's great well, to listen, hear. You know, I, I'm going to add what John said tonight. I'm going to re-listen to this and listen to Patrick and what John Graff said. But, you know, uh, I do not consent that phrase is very powerful to emote and yeah. make it an yeah. affirmative statement. Not negative, an affirmative yeah. statement. I do not consent. Taking my shoes <laughs> off, walking outside, and, 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 you know, and just doing stuff like that. Thank you, John Knox. And thank you, Patrick. And thank, thank you, John Graff. Yeah, so. Some other people yeah. might come up with a different sentence, but the concept of that sentence is it gives me an umbrella or a dividing line between my being, my energy, and all the other circus that's beyond that. You know, they may succeed. I don't know. But I don't consent to be part of this. And that gives right. me, that's my sanity level. I don't think it's their time. I think their time is over. I, I don't oh, think absolutely. that they're, they're going to be. They're not going to be able to. They're not going to be able to thrive in a higher level of vibration. It, it'll eat them alive eventually. Well, <laughs> you know, they got to go I, to their own planet. And 9/11 was the new Pearl Harbor. Yeah, that was, yeah. Yeah. And that was all planned. <laughs> Blew them up. Further, I go a step further from that. I do not consent. So, okay. truth and love and stuff and ice cream and puppies is all on that side. You don't say, I do not consent to suckiness. You say, I choose awesomeness. And that okay. Is, you don't okay. Even okay, good. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Okay. There you go. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Energy awesomeness. do. I like that. And if you like do, that. if you do get the truth out, they'll JFK you. <laughs> Oh, no. Yeah. no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the truth is uh, is not going to kill everybody. Hopefully. <laughs> All right, guys, we're gonna we're gonna leave this call on a very high note, ten minutes early. But thank you, Patrick, John Graff, John Knox, Patrick Roddy. Stop spraying us. dot com. Okay. And for those who inspired me, including Nancy out there here in Chicago, God bless you, Nancy. And, oh, uh, we'll have to we'll have to do this more often. And and by the way. Uh, John uh, has a, a the lady who he talked about earlier tonight. We're going to try to get her back on this call. Could you just make a quick a quick statement about this lady who's written this book, John? We'll, we'll have her on next time. Oh, Ilana Hewland. Her book is Harp or Chemtrails, Harp, and the Full Spectrum Dominance of Planet Earth. Uh, okay. It's a phenomenal read if you want to get is some very, very detailed explanations of what, we, what we've all been talking about in generalities. It's a great book. She's got another one coming out called Under an Ionized Sky. Okay. I don't remember the second part of the, uh, the blurb because I don't have it in front of me, but Under an Ionized Sky is uh, coming out this month. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. By the way, yeah, talks you, about you're, from you're chemtrails to the space fence. That's right. So, yep. 
your audio dropped as you were saying her name. It's Alana Freeland. Oh, Alana Freeland. E-L-A-N-A Freeland. And her book, you can get on Amazon or just look her up. Yeah. Yeah, certainly. And if you're in touch with Patrick, he can give you all the information. I highly recommend uh, Googling her and watching some of her lectures, you know, which Patrick hosted. You know, that's a great video. Absolutely. Patrick, thank you. And thank you, John, for recommending her. We'll we'll look forward to plugging her in the future and having her on uh, one of these shows. So. And one other thing I wanted to say yeah. is we have a, sky, uh, a, a website here in Los Angeles called Scott, Los Angeles Skywatch.org, or the okay. short version of it is LASkyWatch.com, LASkyWatch.com. In a way, we're approaching uh, the complication of Deborah Tavares's uh, website, you know, stopthecrime.net. You know, we've we've got a lot of stuff up on the website, but uh, for for someone who's just getting started, I think there's some very very good videos there. What's that lady Nancy who used to be on our call many years ago? Is she still out there? Uh, Steve, what was her name? Uh, Deborah Nancy. Tavares. Yeah, she 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 was keeping a low profile, but she's back again. No, yeah, no, no, right. no, 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 no. The lady who got us to, got us to get Ron Paul. Oh, that's Kathy. 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 Kathy, Kathy, Kathy Ornstein. Kathy, Kathy Ornstein. She's still out yeah. there? Kathy is still alive and kicking, and she's right. doing a lot of work with Harry Rhodes. Oh, yeah. She used to be a part of our group every week for quite a while. Yeah. Hey, well, yeah. yeah, she still attends the Skywatch meetings every month. Oh, and good for great. her. Jesus Say hi to her for us, okay? Yeah, Say hi tell, to her her, for us. tell her hi for all of us at, at, at American Underground Network. <laughs> okay, I will. Be, be glad to. Yeah. All right, guys. It's a wrap. Thank you, John Graff, John Knox, You're Patrick welcome. Roddy. Very inspirational show. This is going to rank right up there among the best. So, uh, And thanks, everyone, for tuning in, sharing, commenting. Please spread the link on this, this call. Visit the website. And God bless Terry Lawton, happy birthday, Terry, yesterday. Yeah, uh, we'll birthday. send you the we'll send Terry the audio link to this show after it's done, guys. Thanks again, guys. Awesome. See you guys. Thank you so much. Thanks, Man, God bless. Good. Thanks for all you're doing. Appreciate it. God bless. And thank you, Fred. Take care, Take care, Steve. Thank you, Fred. Good night, guys. Good night, Al. Good night, Fred. American Underground Network. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.